Welcome back to the Honestly Well podcast. I am Marissa Fay, a holistic and functional nutritionist and a certified integrative hypnotist and frankly, so much more, just like you are. I have taken a little pause from the pod and I want to thank you, those of you who have come back to listen after that pause who've shared the podcast with friends and family members, maybe who've scrolled back and listened to past episodes. I appreciate you. You know, part of this flow of running a business and literally being everything and doing everything for myself and everyone else is that sometimes certain things just don't feel in alignment with me at a given moment. And while I love this podcast, I do. I love coming here, talking to you without interruption. Maybe it's something you listen to while you're going for a walk or doing dishes or something like that to help bring some movement, some order back into your life. While I love it, it sometimes takes more energy than I have to spare. So something that recently came to me in the focus of today's podcast is a little bit of my origin story. One of the reasons I wanted to jump on the mic and share this with you has to do with a convergence of things, a a kind of meeting of different topics and energies related to my business and my personal life. You know, when I first started to get involved in health 15 years ago and first started really investigating what was going on with my own health and well-being and taking it into my own control over other people and things and excuses and traumas and all of that, which by the way, are all valid reasons to feel overwhelmed, to feel not ready, to feel whatever you might feel about your health. But when I first got into it, it was really because I had what felt like no other choice. What I'm finding as I'm doing more client consults and onboarding new clients and getting ready to release a new new business baby into the world is that that theme comes up a lot with you all, with those of you I connect with. It feels like there aren't necessarily a lot of other choices that you've kind of run through the typical options and, and here you are right? Here we are. And one of the things that was a big part of my own upbringing and experience has to do with how others perceived my body and how their perception of my body influenced my perception of my body. And so I want to share more about that for those of you who have had similar experiences and maybe you'll identify or resonate with some of my hows and whys. I took on the task of really investigating my own health, really healing my symptoms and the root of my symptoms and getting to where I am today, where I not only do that for myself, but do that for others, maybe for you if you're a client or student. So I partially grew up in a community with a lot of affluence, an area of Chicago where there is a lot of emphasis on superficial things. And it's really interesting because this community is, a, is one that has one of the highest concentration of, of Jewish people. And my heritage is that of, of being a Jew, even though religiously, spiritually, it's not what I identify with. 
Sorry, mom, love you. <laughs> but within the Jewish community, there's been a lot of trauma and struggle. And as a result of that, I believe there's a much heavier emphasis on certain superficial signaling of what it means in our culture to be successful, to be well. A lot of those markers are things that I think ultimately bring a lot of sadness and disconnection into the world and into ourselves and into our families and our communities and our schools. Because depending on your gender, it's either all about what you look like or it's all about money. And in many cases, a lot of us felt the pressure for both, I imagine. But for me, as someone who presented and is a girl or woman, there was always a big emphasis on what I looked like. From my family to distant relatives, to people in school, to friends, the comments that I received about my body growing up are things that are truly atrocious and I don't even wish to repeat them because I don't even wanna put them out in the world as something you or I even considers or thinks about as something acceptable. And in addition to that, I had all the other conditioning that, that we all have as a part of this society, those undertones of what we see in the media, what we see valued by others, what we see highlighted in books and movies and stories, right? Where bodies, especially of women, are put on a pedestal for being small and slender. At the same time, when we overly celebrate our appearance, we often then don't celebrate all these other important and special things about ourselves. And for me growing up, I fought my body a lot. My body was naturally, you know, I like to say it took up more space than a lot of people were comfortable with. At a, at a young age, at 10, 11, I think I've talked about in an earlier episode about this, you know, the first time I did a diet, I was 10 or 11 years old. And, you know, at that point, my body, now I know, wasn't really that different. But as I got older, it started taking up more and more space. And this made a lot of adults around me uncomfortable. I also think it was their conditioning, right? They didn't really know how to talk about it to me, with me. And it led to all kinds of commentary that may have been intended to be helpful or well-meaning, but truly was hurtful and became the soundtrack of my subconscious mind. Things like, no one would ever love me in that body. Things like, how could I be healthy in that body? Things like my favorite, I say that sarcastically, and anybody who has ever not fit the mainstream narrative of body type knows this, you have such a pretty face, but these things were conditioned and coded into me and I didn't speak up for myself because I didn't really know how right? So I tried to take all of these things in stride in school, at home, out in the community. Even seeing like movies, right? Where, where nobody ever got a happy ending who looked like me. Even being part of, of theater uh, and music programs and no one like me ever being cast in a lead row. 
And I realized how deeply upsetting that was when I really started working on myself inside and outside, by the way. But I share all of this because what I've really learned as a healer, as a practitioner is this story I had growing up, these experiences I had growing up without a doubt impacted my physical symptoms. And I spent many years in my twenties trying to address just my physical symptoms with a little light, a little light addressing the mind piece, right? Like starting counseling in my late twenties and like finding yoga in my early twenties and really feeling that mind body connection, right? It was such a gift to me, such a gift that I became a yoga teacher and that I incorporate that into the work that I do now, but it still wasn't fully acknowledging. It still was keeping separate this energetic, this emotional, this mental part of who I was from my symptoms. And one of the things I've learned in the last five years now in my mid thirties, is just how critical it has been for me to address my mental, emotional, and energetic health in order to be in the best health of my life. And that's saying a lot for someone who was diagnosed with a number, a number of metabolic, hormonal, mental health issues at one point in my life. And the reason I want you to hear this story is because I spent a good chunk of my 20s following the rabbit hole down mostly Western medicine methods for healing those issues with some alternative methods like naturopathic doctor, acupuncture, chiropractic care. But it really wasn't until I sat myself down and really felt into that my physical symptoms like constipation, like fatigue, like bloating, like everything that my thyroid issues manifested into, cold hands and feet, sleep issues, that all that, while it had something to do with physically what was going on and required some deep gut healing work and rebalancing and loving on my cells and nourishing my body, it also required me to change the way that my mind works. It also required me to change my relationship to stress. And it also required me to speak my truth, to use my words to express myself, to share what I know to be true based on my experience and to accept that not everyone would identify with that, but that the people who do, who will, that it will matter to you. And one of the things I make a point to do with some of my clients with especially intense symptoms, or maybe they have a diagnosis from a doctor that feels really scary or big or long-term. One of the things I say to them is something that I have said to myself for years when I've had a symptom or when something new crops up, which is thank your body. Thank your body for doing the best that it can. Thank your body for its innate wisdom, for the way that it is protecting you from something that is probably bigger and scarier. Thank your body for the tools it has to not let this issue get worse or cascade into something more. Thank your body for being smart, intelligent, wise. And ask your body what it needs. Ask your mind what it needs, ask your spirit what it needs. 
ask your energy what it needs. And when we get quiet with these questions, we learn so very much about what it is that we need to heal and feel better. And it is so much more than a 10-day program. It is so much more than a three-month program. It is so much more than even a six-month or a year-long program. This is about changing literally how you are programmed. And a frustration that I'm finding I have recently is I've seen people who I know through social media or even in my personal life signing up for all these quick fix things. And I know that the people they're signing up with are just happy to take their money and take their time and that they're not imparting the longevity of this work. And so I will never be dishonest with you. I will never tell you that you're going to solve all of your problems in X number of days. It can be a start. It can be a, a tool. It can be something you learn. But healing, feeling better, resolving your symptoms, it is about committing. And the commitment isn't about committing to like me or someone who's supporting you or a program or whatever. It's about committing to you. And it took me 10 years into my 15 years that I've really been focused on better health to have that aha. And I will tell you, it's only been in the last couple of years that I feel so comfortable speaking about it. And like, it's not something so fresh and new for me because I really try to have the philosophy when I share things publicly like this, that I don't wanna share an open wound. You know, I don't want to share something that's like still bleeding and needing first aid and all this attention because it's so raw and painful. I try to only share things that have scarred over. And so with that, I say, it is my sincere hope that this podcast episode has found you in a moment or a time where this message supports you. Maybe it reminds you of something. Maybe it encourages you to do something. Maybe you even reach out to me and say, hi, because <laughs> I love that. You know, this is often a very one-way situation running a business and interacting with you is one of the things that keeps me going when it's hard. So we need each other. We need each other to be well. And I invite you to share this episode maybe with someone who matters to you maybe with someone who has impacted part of your journey or upbringing. Maybe there's something I share you identify with that you're just not ready to say yourself out loud. Know that that's okay. But also know that around here, we're probably gonna start talking more about this, more about this energetic side of things, more about things just beyond that physical, that physical health thing, that physical gut healing, which I know is so sexy and we all want to do it. And it's so fun to talk about parasites and bloating and pooping. And we'll still do that, but there's going to be so much more. And with that, I send you all the intention that today you have a few moments where you truly and honestly feel well. And I hope to in your ears again with the next episode. Be well.